0: Take co- They won't...
1: Yes, working. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another highly censored uh, edition of the Jihad Sideshow. Uh, back from the lab, uh, it was an exhausting week and uh, we're gonna, I'm gonna take time to go through the data that we got, uh, I think, uh, if I've got time, if I've got time, energy motivation, but there's some other more important, almost breaking news that we should be uh, getting or looking at. And uh, it's right in my wheelhouse, uh, right right where I expect, I've been expecting uh, this, which is uh, the discovery of massive amounts of fraud, uh, particularly in the monkey domain. That's right, folks. Uh, <laughs> and it caught one. They caught one lying now. Well, we'll get into it at the the appropriate time. But uh, we've surprisingly lost another YouTube channel. Now, um, Google seemed to have gone to the extraordinary length of not just nuking the YouTube channel, but the Google account. Now, I've never had that happen before. And so, what it tells me is that the, the we we know we're on the lists. The government loves us, and so we're at a, We're we've got to get smart, folks. Right? I see lots of people who are using YouTube still. Right? You've got to get away from YouTube. You've got to get away from these corporate stakeholder held censorship platforms that are there to fuck with your mind to feed you nonsense fuck with your mind so that you become nothing but a good debt slave a debt slave that should be uh, hopefully sequestering your carbon into the soil so the hoi polloi not the hoi polloi yeah uh, your best, the stakeholders can continue to eat steak well, you eat the bugs. We're on the list. The government loves us. Yes. Uh, always remember Google loves you. Remember it? Yeah. Remember that BS about do no harm? Remember all that? Remember that? And like I said, you, you know what they took me down for? Right. Medical misinformation on the uh, calling out. I can't remember. Dimwit Donio and uh, that other harpy. <laughs> What was her name volner amanda volner um you know what i bet i bet she still has a uh a youtube channel let's just check that shall we let me just see uh, youtube do this uh uh, uh about uh I think remember west imploding and musings on amyloids when was this this is old email oh that's that's why that's why I've done that wrong let's do this um yes uh to, the title of the stream was deconstructing Amanda Volmer and Mike Donio viruses aren't real that was the stream that they took me down for It doesn't matter what i say okay in in this new world. In this new world that they're building they cannot have dissidents now like previous iterations of how should we say tyrannical hegemony whether it comes from the left or, or the right end of the political spectrum what do they do they go for the intellectuals and the dissidents who are speaking out and you know they can Take away YouTube channels and Twitter and I've got to get back on Twitter. I need to um I just haven't had time to uh, actually a guy, Kevin Hinkle found a group from Ukraine. I don't know what that means. They can't stop the raccoon revolution. No, they can't. They can't. And you know, this is this is why we're trying to, you know, the support goes to building out the streaming infrastructure and the video playback structure because Ah, it's harder for them to take it down now. You know, I, I guess. I guess when it gets really, really tyrannical and the DNS level takedowns come, as they, uh, as they really, really turn the screw, which I think is probably not far away on the horizon, then may, maybe we might lose that. Depends what depends what magic tax evading blick, Simon Phoenix can pull out of his hat, but we we will uh, we will keep uh, swinging away uh, pushing back and you know I can't you know, what can I do bit of science here and there point out that the emperor has no clothes try to help guide people through the uh, nonsense machine that is the uh, accepted feeds that you're you're allowed to uh, look at now I just wanted to check what was her name Amanda Volmer let's just do this uh, let's go here uh of course this lesson is gonna stay here uh covert moral bio enhancement <laughs> it's accuming for you it's accuming for you and they don't want you listening to people like me now uh i wanted to see if amanda volmer still has her youtube channel can we just uh check that her amanda volmer um still has her youtube channel is this her maybe it's not her Gem fury versus terrain Fury. yeah that's her that's her right there still got youtube channel still still in uh <laughs> game <laughs> and you know do you want to what game do you want to play what game is it that you want to play um you can try to get the uh the successful youtube channel millions of subscribers uh easy life just uh churning out pap that the ai considers uh worthwhile uh you can be someone like uh, volma who just yeah she can keep youtube channels apparently um or you can uh you can do what i'm trying to do which is uh build a uh <laughs> raccoon driven army that will will stand and just uh not not yield to these fucks so uh tip simon the legend yes uh send uh send can't send paypal paypal has gone they won't they won't deal with me twitter is gone won't deal with me there's it's one way that you can uh, help oh yeah if you're wondering who i am that's me go there research gate dr kevin McCann. look for me i'm a real scientist um but uh in in what is uh, a fight fight of our lives a fight for our children we have to uh we have to take on Unorthodox fighting styles. We have to engage in uh, online insurgency to make sure that we're pushing back with some resistance, and it's there. It's there that you can uh, help keep the wheels on this uh, this Sparta chariot as we go out and we fight the, uh, the AI, the AI Xerxes zombies as they as they pile towards us, and uh, you can hit the wtyl.live tip jar and uh there you can uh, give any amount you like if you would like your name to be read out on the on the stream i'll keep an eye out for uh four tips uh put a name in there a nickname it doesn't matter and then then i know who it's from and i'll, I'll read it out uh on air if you've been so generous and uh <laughs> we've got a feed. Tax evading, Simon Phoenix. So, send uh, send some tips, please. Uh, let's see. Fighting for justice. Yes, uh, that's a uh, very very uh, good cause. Um, and what's this? I put it. I put it in disco. He names the groups. What's this? What's this? I try to keep my eye on stuff. Uh, I'll bring it up live. Uh, quick reaction
0: breaking news
1: view Ukraine- uh it's conducting mass reporting raids that were responsible for my multiple suspensions and permanent demon- demonetization on YouTube but join the join the uh join the club whoever you are Jackson Hinkle
0: ukrainian government's ministry of digital transformation is conducting mass reporting raids that were responsible for my multiple suspensions and permanent demonetization on youtube according to the group's website the digital forces of ukraine their founder ivan volkov is a senior project leader at the ministry of digital information of ukraine which
1: yeah, and again, well, we're we're going to get into a little bit of this uh, in this stream. The uh, the how should we say? Well, the the, the censorship mechanisms. And I've just realised something, and I need to uh, just beg an indulgence from you while I <laughs> got got to bring a drink with me. Uh, just uh, let me let me do this. Let me do, uh, this. Um, Let me do this. Play. Leap back, you stupid thing. Alright. Should leap. Should leap. Should leap. I'll be back in a second. I did apologize for that um it's a case of uh man i was away for days house uh has uh, uh reset itself so i've got to sort of put everything back and it's such a there's so much to get ready before a stream <laughs> i forgot my drink and then i got downstairs and uh realized i'm hungry i realized my uh sorry, my camera
0: needs adjusting Um, uh, yeah,
1: get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Okay. So we've done the, oh, and let let me just do more of the housekeeping because, um, oh, uh, one more thing as well. Just one more thing. I just want to do this, do this, do this. this all right uh, so that's that then uh,
2: let's
1: see uh garland spoke today and said the fbi is doing a great job and he wouldn't go into details now sure nothing to see here until we wake up yeah i'd I, I say look man we're we're in uncharted territory right we're, we're in a situation where they're where they're going and using the fbi to raid uh to raid <laughs> the former president of the United States. They're slapping lawsuits onto people like Alex Jones. $50 million, was it? For for hurting their feels in, in in civil lawsuits. Um, the, well, take some of these chocolates. They're, 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 they're good, actually. They're sort of almonds covered in chocolate. I, I consider them semi-keto friendly. Um, so... Twitter doesn't work on that anymore, but getter, I'm going to start using getter, telegram, um, there's gab. Um we have to we have to work hard to move away from those platforms, folks. It it's it's imperative. Uh, the discord is open. You can click that button, it should take you to the Discord chat. And of course, um if you register to be notified, if you click that button, give an email. And uh, you should get notified if I remember to send the email. Did I send the email? I did. Um, so there's still multiple ways to keep in touch. Try to keep uh, tax evaded blick, Cyber Phoenix, in macchies, and me in scientific research. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Of course, uh, remind everyone of our channel. We talk, you listen. Uh, it's working. Should be. If you register to be notified, look at that, that smooth. Um, there's been uh, system upgrades with that. Um, I don't know if the chat works or not, but does it work? In touch. Try to keep uh, tax evaded Blick Cyber Phoenix. Oh, it is. Look, and uh, it's and me in scientific it's research. Up. All right. Um, experts, uh, let's move on. Oh. Of course, uh, remind everyone do that let me do this what i have to do chest does that come through does that come through on uh... yeah it does it comes into the discord i don't know if it goes into youtube though but uh <laughs> bravo bravo simon phoenix uh chat is working awesome so you really should folks be getting used to working or, or, or clicking on this uh this tab i don't know if we can make like a there's anyone out there that you know simon's put a, a call out because this project just keeps getting bigger and bigger because of the challenges we're having to face and so if there are people out there that have uh good coding skills <laughs> i mean, good um if you're a whiz at making uh little phone apps uh wtyl should work on phones i believe um let us know and uh, we'll throw you in and then uh if the if the tip stream uh is uh good enough you can get a mackie d's like uh tax evading bleak so i phoenix all right let's get on with the science news shall we so uh oh no 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 not science news let me just uh we we will have we've got tradition now new tradition no covid zombies it's the martyrs the martyrs who have sequestered their carbon that's right folks we're gonna play some nasheeds we'll give respect to, to the martyrs, Dr Anastasia Mary Lupis, one of Australia's uh, leading doctors and president of the Australian Medical Association of South Australia, Michelle Atchison has been left shattered and confused following the sudden and unexpected death of her healthy, 26 year old daughter we salute we salute this sequestering of carbon in line with the aims of the uh, stakeholders this uh, this woman should not be shattered she should be exalted at the contribution she's made to reducing the carbon deficits that we're all facing right now one from Saudi Arabia True, true, Nasheed. Giving himself to the cause. Live action in front of the cameras. We salute this, Nasheed. What are you doing? If you have a green concern, why are you not taking steps to make sure that your carbon... It's sequestered appropriately, and that you're shuffling off this mortal call. Oh, don't mock death. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. What else can you do with death? Except uh, play some Nasheeds. So, uh, thank you, Nasheeds. Uh, you can go away. I think that's all I had for now. Oh, yes. That's, oh, I'll put this link. Uh, um, you can see a thousand Nasheeds. <laughs> oh. All... Uh, all, all. <laughs> doing their bit to sequester their carbon and uh, help reduce the ecological strain that human beings are putting on this planet help klaus keep up his uh, steak eating lifestyle that's right folks <laughs> climate change is happening but it's not man-made uh maybe but at this point uh, it's the nasheed stepping up to sequester carbon that we should be supporting we on this channel are all for all for protecting the climate, protecting the climate any way we can. If that means taking cold showers, you will do it. If that means sequestering your carbon in the ground, you must do it. Even if it's sequestering your children, your progeny, like the uh, like this lady, yeah. this lady. Uh, she's uh, she's pro pro sequestering carbon and uh there's no way she's i, I don't believe this person i believe this person and doctor Anastasia maria lupus uh saying she's uh she's shattered how could she be shattered when she's achieved she's achieved peak peak uh peak carbon control <laughs> no thing when this ads keep happening indeed uh shake your pillow too hard yes 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 all right so uh what did i have next oh yeah so I was gonna tell you my youtube got taken down we know that already and um yeah for calling out people viruses aren't real people so you, you know you're in a game of people who just don't like you and so we'll mass flag you for any any reason and uh we're fighting we're fighting the enemy on both sides in this trench Uh, Let's see. Victoria says the whole of England is facing a hosepipe ban. The South is already under one. Well, you will learn. Subject. Subject of the crown. You will learn that uh, you're not as free as you thought you were. All those rights. All those rights that you thought you were uh, given to you by uh, your proximity to the holy, the divine. About to be taken away by stakeholder capitalism. That's right. And of course of course the green agenda or not so green agenda when it comes to the uk's lawns okay so uh let's move on so yeah i want to get a little bit into the censorship and i've had this on my radar for a few days just didn't get to it because of the lab uh work this week but um un the UN warns of worrying and dangerous conspiracy theories. United Nations would like everyone to be on the lookout for worrying and dangerous conspiracy theories, especially those that might lead people to the conclusion that COVID nineteen escaped from a lab in Wuhan, China. You know, the thing the just admitted could very well be the case. Is it? Is it specifically about this? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's, of course, the lab origin is is one. Of these uh dangerous conspiracies which they've which they literally uh again they've took multiple channels from me who can forget that we were honored by peter dayzak popping up on our stream and uh telling us you can't wait you can't wait for biden to get into office to sort all us conspiracy theorists out that's why we had the personal touch from that man there on the screen one uh peter disease um but anyway if you, if you go through this Uh... Anyway, uh, what what do they have? Uh, enter the UN's new hashtag #ThinkBeforeSharing campaign, which helps people learn how to identify, debunk, react to, and report on conspiracy theories to prevent their spread. Uh, to aid gullible individuals navigate the information highway without hitting any conspiracy potholes, UNESCO what well, UNESCO is wrong, I guess provides some helpful infographics. One of which thanks Stephen Leandowski, Australian uh, psychologist. Uh, Leandowski, I would say, with a name like that, he's hardly Australian, what's us know. Always comes through. Uh, Co author of March 2020 Scientific American report complaining about how the lab leak hypothesis made it harder for scientists to seek the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. So, the default position of those behind the UN's watch out for conspiracy campaign is that lab leak is conspiracy theory. Uh, all right. Conspiracy theories, what are they? Why do they flourish? Be warned, COVID-19 pandemic has seen a rise in harmful and misleading conspiracy theories. I agree. It may be difficult to recognize them or know how best to deal with them. I agree. What are they? The belief that events are secretly manipulated behind the scenes by powerful forces with negative intent. Now, who, who could think such a thing when we've got such paragons of virtue? Like Peter Dizizak up here, progeny of paperclip the progeny of a paperclip uh let's see uh conspiracy theories has these six things in common an alleged secret plot a group of conspirators evidence that seems to support the conspiracy theory they falsely suggest that nothing happens by accident and that there are no coincidences nothing is as it appears and everything is connected they divide the world into good or bad uh they scape the goat, they goat people and groups yeah it's like uh like pointing at uh, people like Peter Daszak and uh, well, a whole a whole raft of uh, we say nerdy wells, wells in the scientific domain. Uh, like I say, multiple countries are involved. Why do they flourish? They offer an explanation of events or situations which are difficult to understand bring a false sense of control and agency. The need is heightened in times of uncertainty like the COVID-19 pandemic. How do they take root? Conspiracy theories often start as a suspicion. They ask who is benefiting from the event or situation and thus identify the conspirators. Any evidence is then forced to fit the theory. Once they've taken root, conspiracy theories can grow quickly. They are hard to refute because any person who tries is seen as being part of the conspiracy. (laughs) (laughs) Why do people spread them? Uh, anyway, um, there's there's a push right now, uh, very much in the last few weeks, to ramp this up, this idea of conspiracy theories. And um, we, I certainly don't think that we're sitting in the conspiracy theory domain. I think we're, uh, we're sitting very much in the scientific domain dissident scientific domain i would i would add but uh scientific nonetheless and i don't think that there's anything that we've put out or i've put out that could be deemed conspiracy theory this isn't viruses it isn't real talk this is what what we do is uh well you know put some social commentary on it some uh some amusing nasheeds or I can say um What's this? Did you post it in Discord? I'll try to get over there to check it. I don't know what that means. I should see my article. Yes, uh, Paul. I'm just about to bring that up. That's next on the list. Um, oh no, not this one. <laughs> You're coming up. The solution to online abuse: AI plus human intelligence. Uh, this from the. Uh, <laughs> indel goldberger indel goldberger currently serves as vp of trust and safety at active she has over 20 years of experience in trust and safety intelligence product quality and Cybersecurity. security Imble holds a b.a in linguistics and an mba from tel aviv university where she specialized in information management that's right folks
3: the Jew.
1: always comes through and uh it just seems that there's a high j banger quotient a high j banger quotient in this uh attempt at silencing dissent silencing dissent from the public the layman the expert it doesn't matter they they're going full tilt and as they've got everything they've got us connected to these systems we don't, we no longer pick up that phone with its bendy wiggly cord <laughs> phone a mate call a friend for, to uh we, we do it now all in all in public on public forums uh let's see what there will come a time when one might regret having said it, he was uh pro uh okay Be careful Careful saying that uh let's see Trump's unprolied in the hot spot i'd add um uh, exosome to remember yep uh truth and lies over here the art of war is deception yep uh, Okay. All right, so uh our, our Paul Apocalypse and Daniel uh pattern recognition has done a good article. Um I'll put the link here. Uh what's interesting in it is this clip from uh one Reformed not was uh let's have a listen to this i found this most most illuminating because it gives you it gives you a sense of what it is that we're dealing with now high wire and this particular group um i'm i'm in a trust but verify situation because i think in the current environment in which we find ourselves which is that uh bio warfare pin got pulled like the joker with his his jacket full of uh, grenades pulling on the pins i i have a sneaking suspicion that in order to diffuse public rage of what's gone on in the last couple of years perhaps the last decades they're gonna they're gonna say that there was we did mess up with the vaccine programs there was harm caused and in doing so they're going to sort of break off a big chunk of people who were going to sort of bite down on that bit of red meat and not not dig further than, uh, than they should be doing to the uh, more fundamental layers of reality that we're dealing with. But this is quite illuminating what uh, Majid Nawaz is saying here, because uh, it gives you some insight into how they're doing this type of control, this... This article, uh, if you want to read it from World Economic Forum, but Majid Nawaz sums it up better. And Paul has done a good job with this article as well. But
3: Majid, please. The person that was chair of this committee in the World Health Organization before her was an American. He was Obama's information czar, Sunstein, Uh, S-U-N-S-T-E-I-N. That's in there. Cass Sunstein, Obama's information star. Now, the interesting thing is what these people believe in. They say with their own words, they tell us what they believe in so he's written a paper in which he spoke about the need to challenge conspiracy theorists and the government needs to do so this is the paper and in this paper there's a very interesting word that he uses uh, one of the recommendations he makes right there at the bottom of the page you're looking at now is cognitive infiltration of the groups that produce conspiracy theories now I believe Del that this is an incredibly sinister term Covert, moral. Over recommendations by talks about banning conspiracy theories and the government taxing taxing or other financial or otherwise imposing some kind of punitive measure on those who disseminate such theories so already they've got the back
1: like taking away their ability to bank now it's very obvious that i've uh, crawled up a couple of levels out of the swamp that i'm gaining the attention of uh, a a dedicated team for purple head, purple head ideologues who think who think that they're uh, it, it, well, I don't know on the side of good. I, I don't know how how these people think. How do capos think? Maybe it's just oh, they've got their bit of extra. They don't care, and uh, screw everyone else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, 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 it's this point. It, it's about punishing you should you speak out of turn should you want to raise a, a an objection to what is happening around you and you know there's a there's a strong argument i would oops, i would say that um if if this fight that we're in is is being instigated by the, how shall we say the uh the abrahamics a certain faction of the Abrahamics, but they want their messianic age. And in that messianic age, they they have a set of rules, the Noahide laws for you, those of you that don't want to uh, <laughs> mutilate the genitals of your children, uh, those, of, those of you who just uh, don't want to pretend hump lumps of rock in the deserts and the Mediterranean, They've got a set of a rule set for you and they will, uh, like I say, it, the injunction that they're, they're going to behead you for it may, may, may be a bit strong, right? They're using, uh, how should we say, Bronze Age language for modern times, but they can certainly behead you digitally. They can, again, take away your ability to raise funds, your ability to fight back, as we're doing, by making it difficult because you need money still. You must have something as a means of exchange in order that people understand as value that they can go away and use. Now, of course, there's going to be big changes coming to that because when they want total control, they have to have their, uh, their central bank digital currencies and they're going to have to outlaw everything else. And so I think the, you know, as much as people believe in crypto and what have you, I think, you know, apart from, I don't know, secret thumb drives, where you can keep your little wallet on. Um, it's going to be very, very difficult to use it in the future. So, but if you want to send me some crypto, I'll take it. Break off. Those of you that are sitting on a whole bunch of crypto, break off some coins so that we can fight properly. So I don't have to, I don't have to begin. It's so frustrating to begin every stream e-begging. E-begging to get to the next week, to get to the next experiment, to get to the next part of this this fight like i say we've been doing it two and a half years but we, you know, we need we need it those of you out there that could uh spend <laughs> do you not worry like i'd spend a hundred bucks you could spend a hundred thousand dollars would keep us in the war for years years and years and we'd we'd give them hell uh let's see there are lots of fighting age men from ukraine filtering in here right now uh raccoon coin it could happen uh, we've thought about it uh all right, so let's let's go on with this. Let's listen to this. Please play. Really quick,
4: and before we, let, me, let me read it. Let me read it for people because it yeah. was really quick. Let's read through just a couple sure. of these points really yeah. quickly. So here's what yeah. he wrote. Government might itself engage in counter speech, marshalling arguments, to discredit conspiracy theories. Government might formally hire credible private parties to engage in counter speech. Government might engage in informal communication with such parties, encouraging them to help each instrument as a distinctive set of potential effects or costs and benefits. And there at the bottom, our main policy idea is that government should engage in cognitive influence of the groups that produce conspiracy theories, which involves a mix of three, four and five. Uh, Let's look at the top. What can government do about conspiracy theories? Among the things it can do, what should it do? We can readily imagine a series of possible responses. Government might ban conspiracy theorizing. Government might impose some kind of tax, financial or otherwise, on those who disseminate such theories. I mean, so... Yeah, I mean, like just total control. This its certainly not the, based on the constitution and the, the dream of of America.
1: So, um A question. How do you think the possibility of blank vials affects the binary weapon hypothesis? That you you want to you want to have the have the response occur slowly right because if it, if everything happened all at the same time people would get wind that there's a problem right that the carbon sequestering program is, is going full tilt and so again you would field with blanks to make sure that that ratio is low but you make sure that the exposure is continuous over time and again um, that includes uh the pathogen itself and their hypodermic delivered solutions and like i say it's just a hypothesis that we're having to work with right because to, to, someone someone has to talk about it in as scientific a fashion as possible someone has to test it in as scientific a fashion as possible and the the corporate stakeholders are not going to open up their weapons laboratories to us and uh, allow us to go rifling through the files and they um, <laughs> checking what they've been up to. Now, you know, because of the lab, um, the lab trip, I missed an important story, which is that Russia is now turning round and accusing the West of <laughs> of leaking SARS-CoV two maybe maybe i don't know this is this is the whole issue around this type of warfare every everything becomes ambiguous because there's a degree of uncertainty that's always in play and these these types of groups who would want to think about shaping and nudging populations in particular directions are are, are masters are using it and and basically have infinite resources we're we're trying to fight essentially what is a rear guard action right now with with pennies literal pennies trying to keep servers running trying to get lab experiments done it's it's shocking to me especially the amount of people who 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 go on about how they how they do want answers uh to be honest at this stage I trust the Russians more than western media um look man um I, as much, as much as I want Pappy Putin to come riding in on his bear, sort out global homo, um, I I would be remiss in not pointing out that, you know, that Russia has issues too, right? Um, now, I can say, given the choice, uh, global homo on one, one side or, uh, shrad trad values uh, where we can keep the uh, we can keep the pedos out of the schools and the, uh, the gender warriors away from our kids i, I i'll vote for that one uh, if you don't mind that's 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 literally my stance at the moment that's that's the shit sandwich choice we have in front of us you can have the shit sandwich with uh whole wheat bread or you can have the shit sandwich with uh i don't know what other types of bread are there a baguette i don't know but uh you've got to choose you got to bite down on one of them so if i've got to bite down on one of them i, I I'd, I'd go for the one that seems somewhat protective of my children uh the other one seems incredible incredibly uh predatory and uh is just well d- so demonic demonic in in its set up demonic in it in, in its use of power you know what you know what's a good um in in the article made by uh, paul he links to um this oh yeah the armed like I say who can forget the armed irs agents <laughs> it's just let's just get this You look at the taxpayers,
4: Harris, only 1.8% of taxpayers are in that upper bracket making more than $400,000. That means the IRS has no choice but to target the other 98% of taxpayers. And that is where their firepower, and I mean that literally, is going to be trained. What people don't realize is there is a criminal division of the IRS. If you run afoul of them, okay, there's something called the Criminal Investigation Division. A 2017 GOA report, that's a government accounting office report, found they have in their possession, the IRS, 5 million rounds of ammo and 5,000
1: plus weapons. They just made. Well, you know. In the United States, uh, in the scheme of things, that's not so much, but the fact that IRS agents are, are getting armed, that they're that they're boosting the ranks, that we're in this total surveillance paradigm, that they're trying they're trying to force in. And like I say, I, I'm I'm of the opinion that if America falls, the America the America that that I imagine America to be. If that goes, if it succumbs to the same global homo agenda, globalist, whatever you want to call it, okay, paradigm, then I think we're all screwed. And let's say the pushback has to has to come from within the United States. Passive resistance right now, folks, passive resistance, because every play that they make right now, they're expending ammunition and more people see what's coming down the pipeline. And it's a case of hold the line, hold the line right now you'll get your fight you'll get your blood and guts if that's what that's really what you want if that's what you're dreaming of okay it'll eventually come to your door but my my advice right now is uh just uh keep uh, keep prepping uh some irs agents always had guns yeah look at any any agency in the us is going to have guns right but you know the how how are they going to enforce conformity to this new paradigm well again take away banking force taxes onto people who they consider dissidents people who question what's going on people who who "Ah, want to hold on hold on to the uh, vestiges of the rights that were bequeathed to us by our creator how do, how do they shut them down well you make life bloody miserable for them and i can tell you losing payment processing on the internet is a fucking pain in the ass now i don't i don't know how far it could go for removing my own bank account right the f- the physical bank account that that is registered in a physical building that i have but i i, I imagine that it's coming soon and then what then what um and more will have them they've bought more guns, more agents yeah, yeah yeah so anyway what i wanted to do is to get to this cast sunstein right and uh just 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 to remind people the type of people that we are dealing with who want to shut you up I want to shut people like me up um now i'm not i'm not advocating for whatever this is website. I don't know who it is, the UNS review, an alternative media selection. Um but if you go down there was a clip I think was it in this uh very, very long article. hmm
2: where did i see that was it a
1: link from this oh yeah it was it's this one <laughs> this is the link um basically the argument is is that uh the gangster fascism is real it's real and it's there in the United States right now. The United States is fighting for its life against this cabal. This group. Now, this group isn't fighting alone. Now, um what's this? Uh Pigeon Films. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Dershowitz is a Judeo Nazi. Uh yeah, foot massage, foot massage enthusiasts. Alan Dershowitz. Who can forget that? Now um, Let's, this article um, does a rather excellent breakdown of the moral and social fabric that's occurred, or the breakdown of the social and moral fabric in the United States. And I would tend to agree with its description of the problem. And all of it, all of it comes down to who are the people that are trying to control you okay and where where's the i don't know it, it's such a long article i'm not going to find the uh, the block of text but let's let's wind the clock back a little bit who can remember all the uh hoo about pizzas and podesta and we know that these circles exist these networks exist they have they're they're entrenched in the systems that control and govern us
5: all right this is Captain White of the Sovereign Colonies Armed Forces Space Command, and today we're going to talk about a conspiracy theory about Pizzagate, and I want to talk about one of the crisis actors involved in its cover-up, and his name is Edgar Madison Welch.
1: I'm, I'm not interested in that. I just want to. Why can't I Why can't I get full screen? Yeah, full screen. Do full screen. <laughs> Fuck you. Um. Now I the the shooting in Comet Comet Ping Pong was it? I I'm, like I say the, the these facts or, or events I'm not so much interested in. But this little video it is stomach churning as we get as we get to see the type of art that these people who want to control you.
5: <laughs> and he is a Hollywood actor on the IMDb your IMDb. Uh, web page, and he's been in movies, you know, like The Bleeding and The Mill, and he's kind of a high-action guy. I mean, he he just seems like kind of just your fun-loving all-around guy, but he got a wild hair up his ass one day to go shoot up the comic ping-pong. Uh, palace there you know pizza place because he thought that maybe just maybe that there was some skullduggery going on in there and there was some human trafficking and little boys and little girls that were pizza and hot dogs and all this other stuff that he's supposedly been reading and stuff so he gets a wild hair jumps in his car and uh heads on down shoots up a floor tile conveniently gets himself arrested with no incident you know, because it's everybody, look over here, look over here. And, of course, they search the place and they don't find anything.
1: You know, they don't find anything like uh, Tony Podesta's. It was, a, it was an actor. <laughs> an actor! The shot Comet Ping-Pong.
5: Art collection. And John Podesta, his, his brother there, you know, they've got such a fine art collection in their office and in their home. It's amazing. You know, it's a little bit creepy. So I want to warn anybody... Watching this, that the pictures are very creepy and very graphic. I mean, are these the kind of things that you would want in your home? Because this isn't some kind of fine art. Uh, this is what they, what you would see when you walk into John Podesta's office. You know, such a you know, little bit of symbolic cannibalism going on there, but it's not really even symbolic. You know, they got a
1: mannequin. And a, Two men eating a mannequin. Okay, that's in that that's in a bland corporate-looking office, and a picture of two men eating a mannequin. What's supposed to be a mannequin inside Podesta's office? You're eating, you're eating somebody. You know, it's 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 just the way that they roll. We're bringing an old friend over for dinner. Oil on canvas, owned by John podesta chairman of hillary clinton presidential campaign and this is tony's favorite piece of work right here is this a
5: sculpture that he had done
1: art collectors tony and heather podesta in their home at the entrance hands the arch of hysteria by louis bourgeois behind them an untitled photo by michael rovner it's actually
5: resembles it's a replica of the uh, Jeffrey Dahmer pose or one of his bodies he had it in that exact pose right there without the head on the bed you know for the cops to find when they came in but you know the, the artwork in the Podesta household is very creepy you know you got the old man you know because that's who they all are you know?
1: Who the fuck you know, the, gets the a painting the like this? Podesta household
5: is very creepy. You know, you got the old
1: what the fuck, man? <laughs> WTF?
5: Old man, you know, because that's who they all are. You know that that type of artwork. These are all paint.
1: little kids, little kids, arms behind their backs in in what I don't know tiled shower rooms with what? What's that? Ropes. What the fuck, man? Paintings of depictions. Jesus. Yeah, ropes. Ropes and young boys tied up. Tied up to uh, easy to hose down tiled walls. Of, of life in in the pedestrian. <laughs> Dead looking child floating on pond. Is that what this one's called? These are the people that are coming to censor you. That are attacking me right now. Doing everything that they can to control the narrative. This is real, folks. Wake up of
5: life you know is what these are you know these are hideous you know these are something that no normal person would even really want to see let alone
1: (sighs) just highly highly disturbing Uh, check out the red shoes don't have
5: decorating the walls of your house so there's something really really creepy going on with... That, that,
1: that's his fucking living room. That's his living room. And he's got all fancy chairs to sit there so you can look at pictures of terrified, terrified children.
2: <laughs> Jesus.
1: Creepy going on
5: with the Clinton associates you know the podestas there's some pretty high rollers you know in the democratic party you know and you got...
1: what is that real like some of this is so is, is so far out i i i'm struggling i'm struggling right now podestas. so souls leaving the body is that what that is comet ping pong what teen aviation teen mom title track Comet Ping Pong, Friday, April 6th. Oh, all ages. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to cover it up now with the uh, tranny story hour, trying to normalize it. What is this on the right? What is this on the right? That's an adult on top of a child with other adults holding what look like wands of some form or another. Well, what, the spirit of the child is sucked out? (laughs) Holy shit. Based on real scenes, I I have no doubt. There's some pretty high rollers, you know, in the Democratic Party. So that's his swimming pool, is it? And there's all ropes around the side. Vanderbilt's Biltmore House. Can anyone ID this pool? Wow. Wow, wow, wow.
5: You know, and you got this stuff going on, you know, no nothing going on over here. You know, but it just gets worse and worse and worse, you know. Holy shit. He has other artists that he buys his art. What the fuck is that, man?
1: Squirting abortion? From
5: and he's even creepier. I mean he's just like the sickest. What?
1: Who who thinks that in is in any way? something approaching the uh the striving for 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 what is the pinnacle of human creativity our ability to take nature and put it into a onto onto canvas so that other people can appreciate so you can add your immutable style And, and and someone someone makes demons kidnapping children in cages
5: you know what they're doing Is there going after the
1: astral mind? (laughs) What the fuck is that? What is that? Looks like the slugs. Your government loved you! Who's that? Does anyone know who that is? Is that some, some type of slug vagina? Going after the astral mind.
5: These are the astral pictures, the depictions, sculptures.
1: Are these real? Is this real? Has someone made this? Please please someone tell me that I'm being gaslit here. Someone tell me that I'm being gaslit. Anderson Cooper was exposed as a young boy. He's actually said to be the boy in the pool. Is that true? Nothing to do with politics or religion or anything else. Oh, I think it's got got to do with something, Victoria. From the twisted artist, and this all has to do
5: with the satanic ritual abuse and the human trafficking.
1: Look, man, that one's got a little little From demon dick. Artist. Is that a little demon dick there? What the... Someone's paid for this. Someone commissioned
5: this. (laughs) And this all has to do with the satanic ritual abuse and the human trafficking and the missing children. What
1: the fuck is that? What is that?
5: Because they're demented. You've got Marina
1: Bramovic having a little. <sighs> I, I don't know. That looks like a real <clears throat> ram's head. The eyeballs in it. Spirit cooking with the Clintons. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Spirit cooking
5: parties. With lady gaga and the rest of them
1: it's just so disgusting it- uh remember folks the 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 artist at the world economic forum swinging the lady around and uh making uh ass pictures i guess ass swirls <sighs>
5: that this is allowed to go on but yep there's your conspiracy theory captain whites
1: and again you know uh hey love him or hate him alex jones in in that <laughs> in that court trial uh very very succinctly pointed out when they tried to claim do you believe in conspiracies of uh, governments involved in uh, child trafficking and he turned round and said, "What, like the like the Clintons and Epstein? He's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, like I say, I I'm I'm of the opinion that they've they've sort of hung out the Epstein-like circle, right? Just to say to everyone, you stay in fucking line, right now, right? And they've wrapped that one up, and they put Ghislaine or a copy of Ghislaine in in jail, and uh, Jeffrey." didn't kill himself etc and cameras go off all 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 of that was sent as a message right that no matter how privileged you think you are because of the epsteinization of science which we're going to get into i haven't forgotten about the primates the primates and the uh, scientific malfeasance that's taken place it's controlled it's controlled it's infiltrated at the highest levels and the thing is you can you can get in there You can be part of the club, but then to be part of the club, you're going to have to go through certain initiations. They bring you into the inner circle. They bring you in closer and closer to the source while you feel that you're getting more earthly power and wealth. What the fuck, man? cognitive infiltration um well all right I'm, I'm, i gotta move on get to this let's get what i wanted to do um so from uh from archmedic archmedic sorry we all should know now that pfizer own a prestigious record for healthcare fraud but that was a few years ago and they have reformed right wrong You see, they continue to be associated with scientific fraud, and you don't have to believe me because their lead primate researcher has admitted to this fraud. But hang on just a monkey a minute. This guy produced the monkey animal data for Pfizer's best vaccine ever animal study. You know, the one they conducted to prove how great the Pfizer BNT162b2 vaccine that isn't actually a vaccine was, and he did this under the supervision last author of Uga Sahin. The guy that invented said vaccine in 24 hours. Ugo of course, is the same guy that published the paper in the New England Journal of Medicine showing that that hashtag safe and effective was 95% effective preventing infection, which we all know was a lie. In the scientific world, uh, Couchell's admission of fraud means that every study... And Archmedic is right on this one. Jicky is right, Okay. That every study that he is associated with must, must be assumed to be fraudulent. Because once you start lying on one, you, you can be sure that you're lying, lying on others. Because with that lie came some form of reward. It accelerated their progress through the system. And we're going to take a good look at that right now. So... Uh... <laughs> Uh, I'll, I'll read through. Uh, well, this this one is not such a long article. It's it's more sort of looking at the uh, the papers and th- what I want to do is I'm going to do but uh, the request of Tim Truth. Um, he wants to do a documentary on this. I said I'll comment on on it as I'm I am a <laughs> primate researcher. It's my field, and <laughs> and i know of these institutes and people etc it's a small world and i, I have some insight but now, now the thing is i i didn't play that game i wasn't i wasn't involved with stuff that was dual use and uh i was uh i was honest i was honest i didn't i didn't engage in scientific fraud now tim has uh he's written a, a an essay quite well researched I think we should just walk through as we learn about, uh, Deepak, Deepak Kushal. Now, first off, I'll begin with, how the fuck is someone called Deepak Kushal running, running a major strategic asset for the United States? How, how come that's the case? How, wasn't there, weren't there any Americans qualified to do the job like you know americans that uh had grand had grandpappy fighting in the in the second world war well can't we can't we find americans like that to be looking after this type of infrastructure just just for once uh let's see so so anyway i've, I've spoken with tim truth in the, in the last couple of days and like i say, i think i think he's done a good job in sort of digging out the the history of this individual and and the scientific fraud and then if i've got time i'll I'll try and get into the paper and from a primate research perspective what i what i think are the major holes in it uh so anyway Dr. Deepak Kaushal's falsification of data raises serious questions about its involvement with Pfizer's uh, C19 vax efficacy claims. Gates-funded that Dr. Deepak Kaushal settles with HHS Health and Human Services Office of Research Integrity over falsifying research data. Now, I don't know, when I grew up, when I were a lad, I I was under the impression that if I falsified data, that would be my job gone. <laughs> I wouldn't I I'd be a researcher no more but apparently that's not the case anymore they've enronized science so much that you can go ahead you can go ahead and falsify data and you'll be okay as we'll find out So a rather remarkable story broke this week. Dr. Deepak who oversees the Texas Biomedical Research Institute's 40 million Southwest Primus Research Center, which, according to science, receives about 10 million in federal funding per year and houses about two and a half thousand marmosets, baboons and macaques, was credibly accused of research misconduct by the U.S. Office of Research Integrity. Uh, he sold. now i can tell you this that the last institute uh that i was associated with uh, basically embezzled about uh, 10 million dollars as well and uh, took a whole bunch of money from me money money that was uh provided by a charity for children this is how sick these people are this is how uh demented uh these uh these networks are and, and what they'll do to uh you know, to get the clout and the the research funding and uh, keep what uh well like i said a lot of the research they do i've always found it a bit um superfluous to science itself and let's say if, you, if you're using monkeys right it's got it's got to be for clinical research and uh i think uh, cognitive behavioral stuff right <laughs> Um, go to the go to the go to the jungle. Watch the monkeys there. Go go to uh, go to South Philly. Watch those monkeys. So according to his bio, Dr. Keshav is principal investigator on fifteen NIH-funded grants and is co-investigator of nine other NIH grants. He's also funded by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, among other private granting organizations. Now, I can tell you this: there's no way, there's no way that one person can can supervise and can con- uh, 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 <laughs> be on top of 15 nih ro1 type grants no way no how i don't care who you bring in to supervise that study and you pay to be your lab manager etc there is no way that you as an individual as a principal investigator can control 15 ro1 type grants and probably other even bigger grants so <laughs> something's going on here some 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 uh tracks have been greased to allow this individual to get into this position where he 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 would be uh at the in a position to receive such a large s from nih so I'm on the research gate I might uh <laughs> I'll not send you a message. I am the director of Southwest National Primate Research Center and a professor at Texas Biomedical Research Institute. My research program fo- focuses on different aspects of Mycobacterium tuberculosis infections. I dissect the role played by uh, tuberculosis sigH network, leverage the macaque model of TB and of TB AIDS to understand the pathogenesis, understand the uh, mtb i just call it mtb genetic requirements for survival systems biology approaches to identify signatures of latency and reactivation evaluation of novel anti-tb drugs and vaccines um i'll disambiguate that for you that is dual use research right there in your face and when he's saying evaluation of novel anti-tb drugs and vaccines for hiv as well probably it's talking medical countermeasures let's not forget that we've had Um, evidence brought forward by the Russians that they were using weaponized TB in Ukraine, coating banknotes with it. The HHS Office of Research Integrity put out a press release on August 8th, 2022 that their investigation into Deepak Kushal, whatever, his credentials institute, indicated that he had committed research misconduct over and over again. As I was saying before, once you once you've caught, once you're busted on one paper, you can't trust anything from that individual. Nothing at all. He's a liar. Now, I don't know. You can get that. You can get a typo in a paper. Fuck me. I've done that. He's just, you put the decimal point in the wrong place as you would, as you were typing it up and it didn't get it didn't get picked up in uh, editing. yeah, that can happen. But over and over and over again to be uh, to be engaged in scientific research abroad. Well, that's that's a different level altogether. Yet somehow somehow this person ends up in control of one of the largest primate research centers in the world. ORI found the respondent engaged in research misconduct by intentionally knowing and or recklessly falsifying and fabricating experimental methodology to demonstrate results obtained under different experimental conditions that were included in the following one. One published paper and two grant applications submitted for PHS funds. The paper from February 2020 and two grant applications in 2019 and 2020 all involved tuberculosis. On the Texas Biomedical Research Institute's website, they claim that DPAC is recognized for having developed the macaque model of TB using the natural inhalation route of infection and a model of mycobacterium hiv co-infection ori's list of deepax alleged fences is very lengthy according to an article by science the investigation was sparked by a tip submitted by an anonymous whistleblower now i think what we're going to be seeing is we're going to be seeing more more events like this as the inner circle the inner network tries to protect itself it's going to keep breaking off chunks that people will dive onto and and say ha we've got something a problem solved well you're very far from solving the problem here i'm afraid this is just a symptom and this this permeates all of our institutions right now now why why would they cut this guy loose well You know, you fill those positions with lick spills that eventually you can cut away. You know that they've been lying, etc., on work, and you know that they've got a sketchy record, but, you know, you keep them around and you use them. And, you know, it's a pawn that you sacrifice in in the chess game should you start being caught out for engaging in dangerous gain-of-function research. And as, as an institution goes, NIH is fully culpable now. It doesn't matter how small a fraction of the budget it was. It was involved. DOD was involved. DARPA was involved. By the... <laughs> There's a... And not just the US. It, it, it's systemic across, uh, across the globe. Now, like, like I say, we can we can clean our house, I guess. Or we can point it out. Let's point out some of the things that he's got wrong. So he falsified and fabricated the numbers for treated and untreated primates used in the study. Uh, falsely stated that seven primates were treated with free HP, a treatment regimen constituating of 12 once-weekly doses of 15 mg per kick isoniazid, and 15 mg per kg of rifapentine and another 7h nhps were untreated controls when instead a title of 8 nhps were treated with inh and rpt and 6 nhps were untreated controls now you know that that could have been a typo let's like say yes you can't no one's perfect right? you might have just, you might have just got the numbers mixed up somewhat Falsified and fabricated the number of weekly doses of INH and RPT treatment administered to NHPs in the study. Falsely stated that seven H well, done that one. Falsified and fabricated the time interval between uh, Mycobacterium exposure and the first dose of INH RPT treatments that were administered to NHPs in the study. Falsely stated that seven NHPs were treated with 3 hp 3 beginning in week 16 to 18 after Mtb infection, when instead treated at NHPs received the first dose and treatment at different time points. Falsified and fabricated the time interval between the last weekly dose of INH and INPT treatment and infection with simian immunodeficiency virus. Falsely stated that after treatment with weekly INH and RPT for three months, NHPs were rested for one month before co-infection with SIV, when instead the treated NHPs were infected with SIV either on the same day as the last dose of NIH or RPT treatment or at a different time point. Included survival kinetics data from falsified 3HP treatment. To demonstrate the efficacy of free HP treatment against reactivation of latent mycobacterium uh, in post SIV infection, included bacterial persistence and burden data from falsified free HP treatment figures, yada, 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 to represent the efficacy of free HP treatment in reducing uh, MTB burden in NHPs and post-SIV infection. Included pulmonary pathology data from free falsified NHP treatments uh, to represent the efficacy of free HP treatment against reactivation of latent mycobacterium. Included clinical parameters for the falsified free HP treatment and the list goes on. Um, and this this seems to be confined within one study. Now, you know, I, again, I, I would say were it a mix up and a typo with numbers in a sentence okay that happens but to be deliberately manipulating data the way that it has been right now like i said we had the we had the amyloid issue the week before like i say i think i think what you're going to see is you're going to see this ripple through these scientific networks as they try to cut away those parts that they think are going to sort of shield them as the mob becomes fixated on, on these particular problems. Tim adds, to me, the list of problems seem impossible to blame just on sloppiness or mistakes. Though That would be a, a big enough story. I'm actually amazed that all of this was able to be unearthed and published. I wonder what other fraud mistakes will never be discovered. Yeah. Let's see. We won't see those lab books. And in in this study because it's so recent because he would have been head of the laboratory he wouldn't have been doing the research himself he would have employed someone postdocs system professors etc people lower down the chain and said there you go you've got to you've got to do this project now how how much was he involved in colluding with the individual to make these sort of deliberate modifications to data it could be open to conjecture but i i think this is systemic that we're looking at right here disturbingly deepak Kushau and his uh, snprc can still apply for more government grants and deepak has not lost his job as director the uh, Primate Research Centre for the Egregious Misconduct. Yeah, amazing. (laughs) Didn't lose his job. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing whatsoever. Rather, the Office of Research Integrity and Deepak Kushal entered a voluntary settlement agreement whereby Deepak is subject to having his federally funded research supervised for a year. (laughs) Ha! A year! Holy shit! So, what are you doing? That is, if you're PI in that year, well, you just stop any experiments and you just say, "Oh, we're doing data analysis now. We're going to look at data. We'll look at the data we've got." And you you just do that for a year. In fact, you you could spend five years doing that if you wanted to publish papers. And then, and in that year, you can you can, you, you, you absolve yourself. <laughs> Uh, is YouTube dead? Really? We got taken down already? <laughs> oh, Kevin, he's hot. yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> this account has been terminated for violating YouTube's community guidelines. <laughs> Holy shit, folks. That's That's how much they're coming after me. That's how much. All right, for for speaking about the uh well, the pedestals, I guess you can go to Rumble. You can go to WTYL Live. You can go to uh You can watch on McCann dojo of course. But uh, yeah, instead, right, there, there was no bans. There were no strikes on that channel. Nothing. That was a clean channel. Clean, clean channel. Boom. They come in and nuked it what does that tell you folks it means it means we've got their attention <laughs> it means we've got their attention you're gonna have to go and watch on another i i don't know i mean i, I don't want to burn through i've got other youtube channels but um there you go watch on mccann dojo or wtyl or rumble uh, bu- 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 this all right uh I? <laughs> you're on target yeah yeah this this level of uh how should we say censorship constriction like i say taking away my ability to to fund what it is that we're doing war costs money folks costs money to go to the lab again i'm gonna have to do the e-begging round because you know i I lose eyes and in this attention economy they know that they 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 are choking choking that this work (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> Burgers and Steins aren't happy. Uh yeah. Like I say, that's was, that was that was a ban on a on a new or relatively new channel which had no strikes on it. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, where was I? Uh, Disturbingly... Yeah, 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 we did this. A spokesperson for the Texas Biomedical Research Institute said in a statement, Dr. Koshau is an outstanding and transformative SNPRC director and the misconduct finding is not directly related to and does not impact his administrative leadership functions. Lisa Cruz, VP of Communications. (laughs) What? What? Again, so... There has to be some framework that that's put into place where we are limiting the impact that people like this have. If he wants to become an administrator and head of an institute, fine. But he's not allowed to be directly running grants in this fashion. He shouldn't be able to have 15 NIH R01 grants under his uh, uh, given to him, to his lab shouldn't happen it it, it, it needs to there needs to be a limit put on it because you're just opening the door to to bribery at some level not none of this private funding bill and melinda gates and if it is if there is funding it's it's incredibly limited Like I said, these institutes have to go back to being some sort of monastic type of endeavor where their research output is just put on their website and people can go and access it. No journals, none none of this perverse incentive that comes from money, none of this publish or perish model. You know, you, 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 you identify the good researchers and you give them some space let them let them work on a problem and then you you pub, you you just put that data on your website i think that's that's the way to go in, in the current environment but no what do we have we have a sick system sick system that's run by institutes like El lsavia is owned by maxwell group yes that maxwell buried on the mount of olives maxwell Tied to the hip with Jeffrey Epstein. Maxwell. Tishvite says, sent a tip. Uh, Let me just see if uh, I can see anything from anyone. Uh, Let's see. Today, I can see. um, Doesn't say who from. Unless, Unless you put a name, I don't know who from, but uh, someone from Canada. Thank you. Um, let's add some other ones. Uh, 12, 12, uh, $10. Someone from Ireland. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, $100. bucks. Uh, let us see. Someone from... Uh, i think that was that must be uh paul and let's see next one um someone from united states thank you thank you you get a i can get a tax evading blick simon phoenix and maggie d's today <laughs> Show you off at Rumble. Um, I, I don't know. Is, is Rumble working? I should be watching the chat, but I can't tell if people are watching over there. Hello. Um, yeah, people watching. Doesn't say. No, nah, no one's watching on Rumble. <laughs> I have to pay to stream on Rumble as well. Uh, Danger Mouse says, uh, that was me 10 bucks. I salute you, sir, and your commitment to the cause. All right, so, uh, his case might be set up, but this story is just getting started. Okay, uh, so the Redacted Mycobacterium Tuberculosis Treatment Study. Let's start with a deep dive into the redacted study that got Dr. Deepak Shah in trouble with the feds uh nih ncib original ncib entry american journal of respiratory and critical care medicine some pretty big claims made in the at-a-glance section at the top of the paper but this study adds to the field though the 12-week regimen of once weekly isr and rifapentin has been recommended as an effective treatment option for a long-term bronchial i don't know that is bronchial infection. Our studies show that for the first time, the drug regimen successfully eradicates persistent uh, mycobacterium infection. Moreover, our studies establish a new animal model for evaluating the efficacy of additional treatment regimens for LTBI. A big question is, were there huge mistakes or deliberate fraud? I found it telling that in the paper they published off the study, they tried to make a really big deal out of their positive results. Well, every scientist does that because you want you want more money you want to get on that gravy train you want it you want to be Deepak Kushal sorry you want to you want to you want to run the institute you want to have the power right and I I could see that game very very clearly and I I just you know what I just wanted to do science and be left alone that's what I wanted and in, in a way I got my wish I was left alone generally and you know because i was i was generally self-sufficient i would bring in research money that would keep myself funded and um it made a name for the institutes but i could i could never play the politics game couldn't do it oh shit how about that i just had a had a, a problem just uh telling people the truth all the time <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, the article was redacted on April 15th, 2021. Uh, The American Journal, yeah, one big difference jumps out between the author's blocks in the post-redacted NCIB versus the American Journal of Critical Care Medicine. On the website, Deepak Shal's name has been awkwardly removed. (laughs) Last is not least, when it comes to the author block ordering, in fact, the last name listed is usually the principal investigator or project leader. Well, yeah, so again, as I was like a hired gun, generally before i became a pi um, i would go around and i would be doing my research so i would i would be first author and corresponding author so the corresponding author is is the big wig on a study uh let's see ba, 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 ba. so very interesting that HHS office of research integrity blames deepak Kashal by name and only him and he's been awkwardly removed from the redacted icon noh website yep. let's go through the paper and see what the methods called for the rhesus macaque were to be immunized at the university of louisiana at lafayette and then challenged in dr deepak kashal's southwest national primate research center in san antonio texas well, i guess they're using bsl4 facilities. The now redacted tuberculosis treatment paper was funded by NIH grants. Yeah, a whole bunch there. though Other projects were funded with these grants also. Here are the NIH funded projects. I should give you the link for Tim's. Yeah, he's done a good job of digging through. Save me having to do it. So. Let's see what we have here. Perturbation of antigen-specific T-cell responses in latent TB SIV co-infection. Perturbation. Yeah, okay, same, 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 same. Uh, oh, right, like I say, what do we, what do I notice here uh, for the uh, the corresponding authors? Another Indian name, and this is, this is this is something that you see a lot, right? This is where this in group preference comes in. Uh, U.S., where you've got this problem, where the, where the woke conditioning has got you paralyzed. You're now you're now watching you're now watching these people bring in their own bringing their own and getting resources that, that you have hard americans hard taxpayer americans have worked for sacrificed for so uh, the other named author is renduran Jyoti, another curry muncher um <laughs> gates foundation funding in addition to being the gates foundation website lists four grants uh for a total of 4.3 million which is a- To enable the identification of highly efficacious human anti-SARS-CoV-2 monoclonal antibodies to protect most vulnerable populations in low- and middle-income countries from severe COVID-19. Another one to identify a new pathway that may lead to diagnostic tools to alert healthy individuals of their susceptibility to TB as well as the development of personalized interventions. To conduct initial primate studies that can significantly accelerate the clinical development of a safe, effective AIDS vaccine with activity across clades. Uh, should be a ring alarm bells there. Uh, to identify the regions of Schistosoma man- Mansoni genome, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> some some lung bug uh, that underlie the resistance to the drug Praziquantel and thereby provide a starting point for identifying and validating genetic markers for monitoring drug resistance in Schistosomiasi. Uh, I guess some weird African bug anyway when deepak kashal was appointed as the director of SMPRC in january 2019 the national primate research center the parent organization which includes seven of the types of primate research facilities put out a press release with some interesting info uh berlin and melinda gates foundation supported researcher dr kashal brings a portfolio of about 25 million dollars in grant funding to SMPRC and texas biomed He has offered more than 94 journal publications that have been published or are in press in review or in revision as presented at more than 66 scientific conferences worldwide like I say um that's some prodigious output and like I say you can get prodigious output when you start lying on your fucking papers because you can bring in more money and you can pay more people to run more monkeys and get it done quicker and quicker and quicker Look, for me, it was it, It's good if you can manage a paper every year to two years doing monkey studies and with the techniques I was using. Ninety-four papers. Holy shit! Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation collaboration for TB vaccine discovery. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation working group on non-human primate models and AIDS clinical groups. Dr. Kershaw joins SNPRC after his tenure as director at the Center for Tuberculosis Research within the Tulane National Primate Research Center in Covington, Louisiana. And I want to say uh, that's where Robert F. Gary resides, if I'm not mistaken. And professor in the Department of Microbiology and Immunology at Tulane University School of Medicine in New Orleans. Yeah, in fact, I think that is uh, exactly where Robert F. Gary is. Let me just uh, check that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> There we go. There we... Oh, shit. Right uh, Robert F. Gary. He of Proximal origin fame and his cocklink guy clans. uh da, 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 da. Yep. yep 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 uh he's a world-renowned researcher who's focused on tuberculosis and hiv specifically using non-home non-human primates and tb research is a natural fit with the institute's long-term vision of becoming a world leader in infectious disease research <laughs> run that through the disambiguation machine which means uh, they want to become uh, world leaders in next generation biological warfare or at least it's mitigation they'll, they'll claim that uh so let's include the gates funding for Tulane university too we see a lot of grants projects under the umbrella of tuberculosis yep 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 Free tuberculosis grants to Tulane University total over four million. Added up, all these two institutions affiliated with Deepak Kushal receive eight million three hundred seventy thousand thirty-seven dollars, just from the aforementioned Gates Foundation's grants of interest. Dr. Deepak Kushal and the Pfizer-Biontech vaccines claimed safety and efficacy. Uh, This is very interesting. (laughs) Thank you. I had that paper up right. Uh, There he is. There. Just. A safe and effective vaccine against COVID-19 is urgently needed in quantities that are sufficient to immunize large populations. Here we report the preclinical development of two vaccine candidates. BNT162B1 and BNT162B2 that contain nucleoside modified messenger RNA that encodes immunogens derived from spike glycoprotein of SARS CoV 2 formulated in lipid nanoparticles. BNT162B1 encodes a soluble secreted trimerized receptor binding domain known as the RBD fold on. B1T162B2 encodes the full length transmembrane S glycoprotein locked in its prefusion conformation. Yada 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 and where are we in mice one intramuscular dose of either candidate vaccine ex- it elicits a dose independent antibody response with high virus entry inhibition tires strong t helper 1 cd4 and interferon plus cd8 t cell responses prime boost vaccination of rhesus macaques with bnt 162b candidates elicit sars-cov-2 neutralizing geometric mean tires yeah whatever are uh, of a panel of SARS-CoV-2 convalescent human sera, the vaccine candidates protect macaques against right so this is where it gets interesting the vaccine protects macaques against challenge with SARS-CoV-2 in particular BN6162B2 protects the lower respiratory tract against the presence of viral RNA and shows no evidence of disease enhancement both candidates are being evaluated now you know most people reading that the fact checker he's going to read that it's going to say how wonderful guys it's 100 safe and effective now you can go to uh you should always go to the methods of the paper and something very uh interesting which they um i would i would make the argument that they've they've engaged in a manipulation of experimental design such that it would favor the result that they were looking for now how, how did they do that let's find uh let's find the animals uh protein and peptide reagents yes 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 cell culture yes a uh, little nanoparticle transfection of hex cells yes Yes, lots of lots of very cool techniques. Yes. 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 Come on, let's get to Yes. Yeah. immunization macaques. Male macaques. And in the first sentence, if I'd reviewed this study, right? I've I would have I would have had serious concerns male macaques two to four years old were randomly assigned to receive the two vaccines two to four years old literally means pre-adolescent and teenage or preteen and teenage macaques it, it, in their fittest and most robust state they didn't pick 10 year old macaques To test their vaccine in. That would have been more appropriate. No. They did it in macaques. Which were two to four years old. That there has skewed their data already. Because we know that SARS is somewhat. Limited in its ability to impact the young. Thank God. But here here they are choosing. A a model that's going to be most resilient. To infection with the virus giving it an experimental vaccine and then saying aha see we've uh, we've we've cured it we've prevented it with that with our shots and for that reason alone this paper should just be junk should be trash Let, n- never mind the fact that he's already been caught engaging in um, data manipulation never mind that fact so here's here's someone who's specifically chosen a model to favor the drug results As i said most most people reading this wouldn't wouldn't cotton on to what had been done there and when when you've demonstrated something in your monkey model oh it, it's, you can go. You can go marching on into humans. And now what they what they've done is they've done human studies and monkey studies side by side. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Color me not fucking surprised. Jesus. Where's my uh? Uh, Rumble, Rumble didn't go live, really. Why? Unable to connect. It sucks. <laughs> yes, we built that Twitch audience. Shouldn't be watching on Twitch anyway. Should be watching on uh, McCann Dojo. Watch on McCann Dojo. That work. People watching there. So, anyway, we've got we've got scientific fraud and uh, very very sketchy experimental design. With this person. Now, let's. This is hilarious. So good on Tim for uh, pulling these uh, press releases. Uh, Texas Biomedical Research Institute. Uh, uh, Texas Biomed shares critical work in development of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. The press release then talks about the paper published in Nature on February first, 2021, called "Immunogenic BNT162b Vaccine protect Rhesus Macaques from SARS-CoV-2." Now, again, I'm <laughs> I would I would call into doubt uh, this this particular this particular model. Uh, do, 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 do. Ah, funnily enough, it doesn't tell us how many, uh, macaques they used. <laughs> yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, let's see the number of macaques. <laughs> Free i I'm not seeing big, I'm not seeing,
2: uh, figures. See.
1: So, l- literally, using about six monkeys, I would say, and of course. <laughs> one two f- three four five six so i guess you've got two different groups No, four groups one for so two groups in bnt just the receptor binding motif two in the full spike protein um very young all I'm two to four years old Rimming with uh, growth factors for uh, maturation, ready to fight in the jungle. <laughs> uh, WTYL does not have enough upstream bandwidth. Code. What do you mean doesn't have enough? What up- are we <laughs> well, we're paying all that money for? Ugh, I think my tea bag is uh, broken. so um right now right now the animal studies used by pfizer used by pfizer have a scientific fraudster running them part of them who have done who have done the infection i would imagine in the bsl4 facility and tested the vaccines on a small handful of monkeys in a in an environment where we know that lying has been part of the uh, operational systems of the laboratory in in a inappropriate model wow wow we've not turned it on yet turn it on <laughs> more power Mr Phoenix <laughs> give me warp drive Anyway, uh, the research for CACs at Southwest National Primate Research Center at Texas Biomed were quickly validated as models for studying vaccines designed to protect humans against SARS-CoV-2. The virus that causes COVID-19, the Pfizer-BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, was tested in this model at the Institute and has now been given to millions of people around the world. Off the back of six monkeys for each group. Holy shit. oh it feels great to have contributed to the development of this important vaccine said Deepak Kushal professor and director of SNPRC this is one circumstance where we helped develop a vaccine within months of the emergence of this new disease the vaccine has been shown to be highly effective in protecting against COVID-19 um I would I would uh, beg to differ I have I would have a different way of conducting these research on primates let me do it I'll do it for you and I'll do it properly how about that Give me forty million. <laughs> what? I don't know what made that noise. They're feeding. They're feeding. They're, they're attacking me. Uh, let's see. Um, where was I? This is one circumstance where we help develop a vaccine within months of the emergence of this new disease. Yeah, yeah. As long as everyone in the US who can take the vaccine does so over the next few months, I think we could shut the door on this pandemic before more variants arise. Yeah, how did that work out? How did that work out with this non-sterilizing vaccine? Non-sterilizing, not vaccine, gene therapy approach. How did it work out? What were the long-term effects on those monkeys? Not, Not... not that you'd be using two to four-year-old monkeys for a proper trial. You want you want some that are a bit comorbid. Some that have been sat in their cages for too long munching on monkey chow and watching TV. A study like the one that just got him reprimanded by the feds involved injecting drugs or placebos into rhesus macaques and then challenging the primates with a pathogen, this time a culture of the supposed SARS-CoV-2. Now, I, I would imagine that this bit I think they're doing, okay? but it's the it's the way they've constructed the model no no way no how that you should be using two to four year old monkeys in this in this study design uh da, 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 was four yes, yes yes and here's the entry under the author's affiliations yes uh the article also tells readers to address all correspondence requests for reprints uh to the back now which you do as corresponding author Pfizer's director for vrd bacterial vaccines Isis Kavinsky join texas biomedical research institute for their global health symposium press conference in the live stream and corresponding texas biomedical research institute press release dr deepak kashal sings his own praises it feels great to have contributed to the development of this important vaccine this is one circumstance where we helped develop a vaccine within months of the emergence of this new disease the vaccine has been shown to be highly effective yeah yeah, yeah. did that did that uh, we train for moments like this
2: <laughs> really
1: really that was his training, right? That's such a massive hole in his experimental design, right? It, it took me two seconds of scanning through that paper to find that. That's that's before I've even I've, I've even really dug into it. It was the whole world turning to science, regardless of the politics. Again, this this just sounds like global homo newspeak propaganda to be fed to the masses. It was the whole world turning to science, regardless. I it. it was the whole world turning to science, regardless of the politics, turning into science and saying, "Bring it! Let's see what you can do." And we all, all of the scientists, said, "Okay, we're going to pause everything and we're going to do it, and we're going to do it the best that we can because it's for us. This is the only path that me." As a bioscientist that works on vaccines, sort in a fashion and a time frame that investment made possible. That you're right, we couldn't have done in a different way. It had to be a company that really had all the resources and colleagues to know how to make this happen and then get the approvals that we needed. It wasn't just our research; it was everybody else's research showing comparable data, reinforcing the platform, reinforcing the vaccines, reinforcing the efficacy that gave us the confidence that this is going to work in a way that our science is supporting and our data is showing that it can and what do we know from the data now what were we predicting from the data that had already been published they know that this is all bullshit they know it any anyone who's worked in the field who understands what this technology is could have told you it was bullshit if they were being honest and again science uh, uh, silence is collusion right now And anyone who kept quiet during these last two and a half years, especially at these institutes, needs routing out. How can he be? How can he be getting away with one year slap on the wrist?
6: (laughs) Holy shit.
1: It's not that we changed anything in how the vaccines were developed. That's a lie. That's a lie introduced gene transfection technologies it's not that we changed the questions we asked or how we answered them or safety or the immunogenicity or the efficacy it was just done faster but it also showed us how important it is to do it quickly yeah and science that's called a gish galop fallacy right where you throw you throw everything at the wall and hope something sticks and in the meantime everyone's trying to pick through all the shit that you threw well they scuttle off into the distance now I I think that there are tremors occurring in these Institutes they know (laughs) the people are going to be pretty pissed that's why you're seeing bits being broken off when you for when the auditors come and they can say oh yeah look we took care of this problem it's done with please please go away just please keep giving us those grants Oh the key take home message in the development of these vaccines there were no corners that were cut
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man i i just i just give you one right there right there two to four year old macaques does not does not an appropriate model make Where is it? 2 to 4 years old. <laughs> those, are, those are those are child monkeys. Monkeys in captivity live to 25 years old. 2 to 4 is, is juvenile. They've they not long left hanging around with their mum if they let them do that. Can't find a working stream. Anyone? Wtyl. Macan dojo not working. Is old. Wtyl looks solid to me. Those <laughs> those are. Those are, those are... <laughs> Don't you know says they cut more corners than me playing Mario Kart back in the day? That's funny. <laughs> Let's see. Uh... <laughs> uh, the key take home oh, There were no corners there. We just slept less and we worked much harder. And indeed, it was time for scientists to stand up and be counted. And we did. Said Deepak Shal, as someone who's worked with tuberculosis and HIV, I feels it great to be vindicated by the vaccine's work. And can work with a hundred percent efficacy. Oh shit! Uh, possibly related to redacted falsified TV data. Yeah, probably. We were given the resources that we really needed and then just all of the colleagues, I mean, from the ground up, it's easy to sit here and have a chat, just two of us, but two of us was not what made this happen. There's just no way to even start to say how many people were on call at all times to make things, to move things, to change agile, from the caretakers, to the technicians, to the people in our labs, to the people, our families that had to part with everything that we put them through. Then Pfizer really enabled us to do things quickly. It was very clear, the time was of the essence really important to us As scientists were competitive i'm a competitive person i have been all my life whether it's to get grants or train the best students or bring the best science and develop the best models yeah right uh... yeah <laughs> Uh, so what does Isis Kavinsky mean by saying so many people involved would change agile? Maybe she's referring to cooking the books like appears to have happened multiple times based on the whistleblower testimonies of Brooke Jackson, Brian Dressen, Maddie de Grey, and Augusto Rue. I wonder if Isis Kavinsky and Mary Campbell know each other. At Pfizer, please explain why Mary Campbell, clinical scientist, is instructing a site to change a hospital diagnosis from pneumonia to COVID pneumonia knowing the subject tested negative for COVID. Very similar case at site eleven twenty-eight. Yeah, so this gets into a, a Argentinian site. What is it? So four 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 <laughs> there. um where are we Let's see. Uh jackson says i've been in the clinical research industry for almost 20 years now i've worked at the site level i've worked in site management organizations clinical research organizations in those 20 years i've gained considerable amount of expertise and knowledge from my time as a research study coordinator through my time as a clinical trial manager as regional director i've been a director of operations for a site management organization so i've been doing this for a very long time revelations of research falsifications by director of snprc so we've got we've got we know we know that pfizer was messing around with their data right that's what jicky leaks pulled out his hat a couple of months ago the argentinian site and now and now we've got them involved with a researcher that we now has been faking evidence ah uh let's see the revelations of research falsifications a heavily gates funded doctor who gets to keep his job and continue applying for nih funding is leading me to reading between the lines of all the other personalities here take for instance the quote from the ceo of texas biomed in the same april 2021 press release uh texas biomed and smprc have the resources and expertise necessary to support this type of work and the vaccine rollout continues and we continue to hear about vaccine hesitancy believe it's important to share how vaccines are developed uh well science moved quickly in a time of great global need these vaccines whether they be pfizer moderna or any others that are authorized by the fda for emergency use they all undergo rigorous development testing review (laughs) (laughs) what an insult to your intelligence man (laughs) holy shit I think it's also important to note that statements made by Deepak Kushal, Isis Kovensky and Lisa Cruz to me seem to suggest foreknowledge that the vaccines would ultimately not be truly effective long term and would continue to be updated for virus mutations. Honestly, to me, the Texas Biomed team seem really excited about the prospect of doing traditional trials, additional trials for Pfizer and the money that brings into their facility. Oh, for sure. How could they say how successful? Oh, hang on. Uh, what did I miss? Um. We believe in how vaccines are developed. I'm oh, not sure what Tim's getting at here. How can they say how successful and effective the vaccines are, but in contradictory fashion, pivots talk about boosters and, and how the vaccines won't be long-lasting, highly truly effective unless everyone takes them right way. Could it be they're conspiring towards an ultimate end endgame of rollout of regular COVID shots that would explain a lot? Well, I, I, Alexa, I don't think it's... COVID probably was the, uh, the, the wedge that cracked it open that's bringing in the QR led system and we have to well, i don't i don't know how we get around this system beyond beyond the passive resistance right now joining joining forces finding other dissident voices out there in the wilderness uh so anyway he's going to go on to show that um They are not effective so here are some more examples juxtaposing the declared efficacy and the need to update vaccines and boost repeatedly during his interview with pfizer director isis kovinsky deepak shell kept asking about why pfizer went with mrna to which finally isis kovetsky claimed the reasoning behind the decision is above her pay grade sounded to me like maybe he was trying to score some more work for his snprc testing all the other mrna vaccine and booster updates coming down the r d pipeline Yep. The RNA vaccine is just a sequence, a viral sequence of the virus, and that also, for the same reason, enables us to manufacture it with such speed. It's a rapid, dev- like I say, this is it's also convenient, also convenient. Uh, so, yeah, she's so she's basically saying that they can change quickly the sequence, and you're gonna get uh, what are they doing now? So, they're doing the original Wuhan strain with Omicron, bivalent, bivalent. Gene transfection technology. <laughs> uh well, you know, it's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna speak with Tim, and give him my opinion. Yeah, it goes into the the child study we've looked at this and <laughs> how they how they basically had to force in a third arm with uh, a, a tiny fraction of the uh <laughs> people taking part to prove efficacy yeah the, and this it's just a whole shit show uh what about this groundbreaking huge new primate research center and regeneron monoclonal antibodies work okay um look i'm gonna, I'm gonna be the first one to tell you okay if they're not testing it on monkeys they're testing it on you right the problem is is that you need ethical researchers in there that are gonna gonna be sticking to the rules and Kushal, <laughs> is not sticking to the rules he's too like I he says he's competitive he wants that grant money
2: <laughs>
1: ah Pew Janelle Beauty sent us this photo of a baboon that escaped from an enclosure on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Plague monkeys anyone? Uh anyway, here's uh his Tim's uh <laughs> his Tim's Bobstack, is it on well? He's that like I say he's he's pulled together a bu- a whole bunch of uh, information here. Uh, very well done. Uh, like I say, I'll I'll speak to him about you know the the, the limits and needs of having this type of research. But like I say, if you, if they're coming with new paradigms, you emerging infectious diseases, then you want to make sure that what they're going to give you is as safe as possible. And literally, the, uh, monkeys is the is the benchmark by which we have to um, operate by. And we haven't seen long-term studies done in monkeys. I'd I'd love to do it. Now I, d- I don't want long-term studies. I want I want to see if I can recapitulate some of these early effects. Now this week I saw again. You know I was speaking with a clinician and I, I basically I explained to him what he was. He showed me an individual who lost an arm after um, exposure to and he showed me video of essentially the clots he was pulling out it's like I've never used he it he's never seen anything like it. and I said to him those are those are amyloid clots amyloid base clots that are resistant to fibrinogen and I watched the video at the amputation I want to recapitulate those I want to show that these vaccines have serious, serious impact on individuals. And like I say, we know I can think of the way to do it. And you need a monkey to do it. And we need to look at that tissue. Not bad for a virus and real fella. JC may have changed him. Um, Look, I hope so. Look, I'm hoping Tim's just being sceptical and just... You know, realizing that something isn't right. The standard model isn't working. Legit scientists are saying that the standard model that they're trying to shove down your throat is wrong. The way that that primate study has been done is wrong. They don't just get to turn around and say it's done in a few months in two to four year old macaques. What the fuck? How can that man even claim to have any expertise? in disease modeling. No way, no how in my world does that person climb up the up the scale. The only reason that he did is because is because he's got contacts to these networks. The Bill and Melinda Gates networks, the Epsteinized networks. No doubt Deepak, whatever that curry muncher's fucking name is, right, is in some little black Epstein book for massage enthusiasm. He might just love money. Maybe that's all. And the fact that, and, and the fact that people would kowtow to him at, uh, at conferences. Maybe that that's all he needed to be bribed. But anyone with any scientific integrity would have stood up and said this. This is not a complete study in, into the actions of these these. Methodologies It's the best way I can describe. It. <laughs> Let's say I want to do it give me some monkeys let's see if i can let's see if i can make it so the arms drop off right or the heart attacks happen let's see those studies so what else did i have um i, I i've got the stuff from the experiments this week i want to go through it um but the um I'm tired. <laughs> I'm still tired from this week. It was tough, tough week. Um but you know, we're making progress. And you know, what, what what did we find? The same the same that we'd seen already, except I could I could I could detect a phosphorus signal in Pfizer. Maybe I'll quickly show. Uh, something, let me do... The more um, EDX analysis. Now, for the first time, we looked at uh, an adenovirus vaccine. Um, I don't think we really had the technology or the techniques or the time to go looking for viruses. Um, But what we did find, uh, which was very, very interesting... Uh was uh, let's see mm, 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 mm. Copper. Copper. Very very clear, very high aluminium. Right. Off, off, the, off the charts, aluminium and copper in the Janssen vaccine. Now, someone, please find me the ingredients list for Janssen. Right, and there's copper labelled green on that EDX mapping. It's not, it's not a small amount, and it was everywhere in that sample. Everywhere like i say a- aluminium off the scale um are we streaming i don't even <laughs> am, am i just talking to myself i presume we're streaming right uh not bad yeah okay 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 so uh, again, I'm... Um, uh, let's, let's just have a look at that now. Cancer, Covid, vaccine, ingredients... what are the ingredients SARS-CoV-2 so spike protein well, adenovirus citric acid monohydrate trisodium citrate dihydrate ethanol 2 hydroxypropyl beta cyclodextrin polysorbate 80. <laughs> polysorbate 80 just to uh, leverage that prion a <laughs> prion mechanism sodium chloride no mention of copper there, why does that vial have copper in it, (laughs) someone explain that to me, I want to know, thank you Chris, injected aluminium doesn't sound good, well the aluminium is uh, the adjuvant, I I think I just
2: looked at this right, it's the same page,
1: This is Madonna. It's Madonna. This is Madonna. This is Jensen. There, there's. Tell me why there's copper in there. Vaccine excipients table. i mean i don't know if, i don't know if that's every vaccine ever made not one mention of copper there um <laughs> that for me is ground for taking them to court right you can't you can't just hide behind an eua and then and then give stuff that's uh, not not even listed. Uh, um, yeah. Um. Someone, someone, find me a link of why copper should be in that vaccine. Now, the aluminium we, we would know about, um, copper, not in there. Should we worry about metals in vaccines? Okay. <laughs> Let's read this one. <laughs> yeah, why do we why do we vaccinate babies for hepatitis B? You know that I've heard the aluminium in vaccines, aluminum is used as an adjuvant, which means its presence boosts the immune response. Yeah, we know all about this. Yeah, produce antibodies. Uh, yeah, mercury, yeah. Um, now mention the copper. Now, <laughs> uh, if you ask Google why copper in vaccine, it says copper kills coronavirus. Is that true? Bingo, let me see this. <laughs> Oh, just put it in there for the anti-cancer activity.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, no. Is that, is, is that real? Well, I guess the paper's real. So, in this review, we summarise different methods of copper nanoparticles synthesis, including green methods. We highlight that synthesis of copper nanoparticles from green sources is preferable as so they serve as stable and reducing entities. Furthermore, we quickly reviewed the effectiveness of copper based nanoparticles in oncogenic treatments and emphasizing breast, lung, colorectal, and skin cancers. Finally, we summarized the recent progress made in copper based nanoparticles. I wonder if this is for like heating. Let's let's try and pull this. I'm I'm interested in what this has to say. Plasmonic biosensors have been demonstrated as a power technique for quantitative determined of molecular analytes, connect analysis, biochemical reactions. However, interface of most plasmonic biosensors are made of noble metals such as gold and silver, which are not compatible with industrial production technologies. This greatly limits biosensing applications beyond biochemical pharmaceutical research. Here we propose investigate copper-based biosensor chips fully fabricated with standard elementary oxide semiconductor process. Detection of thin copper films from oxidation is achieved with silicon oxide. Well, oh, that is something else that we would find, silicon. Silicon. Where's where's my report? Not in this one, but we did find Silicon in, uh,
2: where did we find Silicon?
1: yeah now in this one i'm i I, i'll at lower magnifications i'll sort of keep part of the sample as glass just so you can get an idea of like background distribution is so you can see the sample here and you want to know if your sample is appearing um in in where the the sample is or outside or it's just distributed evenly across the the area that you're analyzing so you could say that that's glass calcium silicon is glass yeah so the silicon is glass and that i've tended to stick with that um but the copper the copper was uh bang on dead hit (laughs) right right in the middle there there's those copper flakes Chris Leave says tried WTYL on Dojo but both buffered like crazy. Yeah, that's what you get from employed tax evading blicks. Like Simon Phoenix. Um Twitch. I guess. Like I say, because because I'm actually pulling this stuff out and uh, I'm not spurging out, right, but doing doing proper effective analysis. I would imagine I've got them worried. I prefer cornflakes. <laughs> uh regarding copper in vaccines, you may want to speak with Antonetta. Who's Antonetta? I don't know who that is, but I'll I'll speak to them. Anyway, I got a bang on. Dead hit for it. Um I don't know what else I can do. You can watch the replay. The replay should be good. Um, But I think that was the sort of take-home message from our last last run to the lab. All right, big boy. You have to wait a little bit, okay? Is there anything else? So, yeah, you know, I did think we found phosphorus in Pfizer small amount none in moderna so you know in in this i'm national oh oh yes the italian group yeah okay um in this instance um you know The next step is we need to get hold of these vaccines, sequence them. We'll sequence them, see what nucleotides we can pull out. And I think the next step that I'm going to try and push for is to do animal studies. And I want to, I want to see if we can induce amyloidosis. If we can get an amyloid hit for these vaccines, then as far as i'm concerned no emergency use authorization covers them in this instance none whatsoever and like i said we need we need to people need to start stepping up to the plate okay there's equipment there skill set is there the will and determination is there at the end of the day it comes down to money Some people are sitting on piles of gold and bitcoins. Okay. Break it off and I'll do it. I'll go and (laughs) I'll show you exactly what it is that I'm doing. down, Down to the smallest manipulation. Now. the neuroscientist i want to take these vaccines and just inject them in the brain let's see let's see what happens there but systemic like i say we know we know systemic effects are occurring we know that people are again losing limbs um the heart attacks etc something is happening the amyloid cascade is a feature now it might be a combination of virus and vaccine that's particularly pernicious. And we, we, we need to test it properly. People who have been harmed, okay, if, you, if you get to hear this, okay, we can test this and prove prove that the vaccines were not fit for purpose. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with that paper. Um, Coppers, virus-killing powers are known even to the ancients. I need to go put on my um, copper health ring. <laughs> I took it off because it's quite thick. It was uncomfortable driving. Um... It's on the dashboard on my car. Uh... Mm. Yeah, like I say, it's... It's in that vaccine sample.
2: Let's see this.
1: Uh, Uh, Aluminium, silicon, magnesium, titanium, chromium, manganese, iron. Uh, You know, kind of got hits like that. But definitely copper. Copper was a big one. And we've got profiles like this. No magic creatures, no, just ingredients that shouldn't be there. And, you know, I would, um, you know, we could go and spend more time trying to analyze at a, at a at a smaller scale a much finer resolution scale but anyway there's there's a hit for copper there <laughs> so should make sure our copper levels. oh yeah copper's uh a really important uh metal because there's a interplay with it and iron and iron copper dysregulation is one of the sort of metabolic signatures that we look for in emergent neurological degeneration and but you know again it's you don't want too much copper you don't make there's a there's a fine balance don't go don't go eating and Eating chunks of copper, they'd probably be all right. Um, But, like, injecting nanoparticles of it? Might be a different matter. What nefarious purpose could copper be used for? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I say, I'm I'm merely the conveyor of information at at this point. I'm not in a position to be able to say exactly why it's in there i I think i've bust enough of the bullshit right again all the all the graphene nonsense etc everything that i've looked at is can be defined as cholesterol some or, or lipids of some form but copper that's that's an odd one And aluminium doesn't surprise me. That's uh, that's part of it. Maybe just making the aluminium products, it comes with copper contaminant. No, there's too much. There's too much copper in there for it to be a a sort of trace contaminant. Cold and heat in lines, leaching cheap Chinese copper. Yeah, um, copper for self-assembly. Oh, let's have a look at this.
6: So the next two speakers are local. I don't need to say much about them. Uh Udi
1: Uh
3: Taju. always comes through.
6: You know, was our vice president for research and then did some work for the government and now we have him back to doing real research as a as a, as a real professor you're on okay. i'm on well as you know i did research all the time but now i have Full-time research. So uh, it's really a pleasure and honor to be here. Thank you, Ori for the invitation. I'm very happy to be at this part of the, of the symposium because I would like to convince you that we can use organic material, bio-inspired materials, to do things that are similar to what we see with the inorganic materials. And the second part of my talk will be on our work on PNA, which I think it's another branch of we we uh, demonstrated the first time the use of PNA for nanotechnology. And we get some very remarkable uh, um, structures. right mode. So our approach for many years already was to use non-biased reductionist approach to look for fundamental molecular recognition and self-assembly modules in nature. Uh, We went into smaller and smaller building blocks, as small as dipeptides, which were a working horse for many many years, but nowadays we went even to smaller structures, as small as as amino acids and nucleobases, which give us new paradigms also for the disease. I I will mention it in passing, but more in the context of of, um, uh, this uh, symposium, we can make all kinds of architectures at the nanoscale, nanotubes, nanospheres, nanoplates, hydrogens with nanoscale order, and we get unique physical properties. Mechanical, optical, piezoelectric, semiconductive, and all these very simple building blocks in which we can control the formation of the structures and the uh, very uh, properties. A very interesting point, as, as I mentioned, our approach is really very systematic. I, I hope that in the short time that I have, I can convince you. But over and over again, we get into the same solution that nature had, had uh, provided us with. Uh, one very uh, intriguing, uh, um, uh, example for us is what we found time after time the use of guanine, nucleobases, part of the DNA recognition, but also guanine by itself is used in nature for things as diverse as physical colors in fish, the mechanism that allowed chameleons to change their uh, their colors and reflectors uh, in uh, reptile eyes, including uh, crocodiles. We are inspired not only from uh, nature and uh, biological building blocks, but also from polymer chemistry. we are uh, very much into the field of supramolecular polymers. We demonstrate the ability of such build, simple building block to form all the supramolecular polymers, uh, and we also bring polymer chemistry concepts, uh, concepts into nanoscience and uh, uh, nanotechnology. Uh, oops. For example, this is quite recent uh, 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 work in which we demonstrated this very simple building blocks, its bulk diphenylalanine, can form all kinds of various architectures at the nanoscale: spheres, fibers, tubes. And uh, we see a typical phase uh, transition and phase separation.
1: -hmm.
6: As you see, with much larger polymers, and uh, we uh, truly could uh, use polymer chemistry concepts to understand these uh, activities. I will just mention in passing how the the recognition of very fundamental building blocks could lead us to new uh, understanding of biological phenomena. Uh, As I told you, by our uh, very systematic approach, we demonstrate that ordered structures that are related to disease could be formed by even single amino acids. Uh, this gave a new uh, uh, model for uh, uh, understanding the role of uh, amino acid structures in uh, metabolic uh, uh, diseases and extend the way that we think about the organization of uh, ordered assemblies in uh, uh, metabolic disorders. Yossi Klafter also mentioned the, uh, our Center for Drug Discovery and Related to Nanotechnology. I don't have the time to go into details, but by understanding, just to give you the, 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 um, the flavor of what you do, by understanding the minimal recognition modules that facilitate the formation of uh, uh, pathological structures, we can design without thinking about the biology, just thinking about the chemistry and way to control. A...
1: Never! Wow. Wow. So here we have something that uh, we know is implicated in the (laughs) disease process of of life-ending diseases. We're not going to care about the biology. We're just interested in the chemistry. It blows my mind to think that they think that they're on the verge of a biological revolution when, when they're using some of the most toxic forms of protein that the body has to deal with. No no one's shown me that that the the amyloid fibrils are good for you They might be a defense mechanism I can buy that much In fact, I think they probably are Again, probably trying to sort of snare toxic peptides (laughs) These fucking people, man
6: Uh, Structures, we can manipulate uh, formation of various structures. We already have drug candidates based on our uh, ability to understand the the, uh, formation that uh, completed phase one clinical trials. We have uh, other few compounds in preclinical development, and uh, this was uh, uh, recently announced uh, our agreement to uh, treat Parkinson's disease. The formation of amyloid in the case of Parkinson's disease, just by understanding the concept of molecular recognition and self-assembly. But today, I would like mainly to focus on our ability to use. First of all, peptide nanotechnology, and later on, uh, DNA peptide nucleic acid uh, nanotechnology to get very interesting uh, uh, order. This starts in, started in our uh, uh, reductionist approach, trying to identify the smallest recognition module uh, that could allow the formation of amyloid structures related to degenerative disorders. To make a long story short, double meaning, uh, we demonstrated that diphenylalanine, this very simple dipeptide, have all the molecular information needed to form well-ordered uh, uh, nanotubes. Uh, we later on, by playing around with the uh, properties, we could get also the formation of nanospheres that are based on the, on the use of these concepts, a dipeptide with two uh, aromatic building blocks. We we're also able to play around by synthetic chemistry and uh, include the larger aromatic like uh, uh all kinds of substitutions on the uh, aromatic rings like pentafluorophenylalanine to make teflon-like uh, uh, nanostructures. So we now have a catalog of about uh, 30 uh, or even more building blocks, dipeptide building blocks that can form all kinds of architectures at the nanoscale, which, as I will just mention, uh, have very unique physical properties. So one thing is to make all kinds of, of different nanostructures. Another thing, and it was referred also in the in talk the of uh, Chad Mirkin, is to control the formation. And here the, the simplicity uh, and the, the minimalism of the, of the building blocks were very helpful for us. So we developed uh, methods, including unidirectional growth to make these things like these nano forests. Uh, we use um, inkjet printing to print these structures and something that I'm, I'm very uh, uh, proud of. And uh, we also uh, got a
1: We watched this guy before, right? Uh, when we did the uh, stream, I think on, on the... where's the copper?
6: The concept itself, this was in collaboration with Gil Rosenan. It was the idea of using these building blocks, these uh, biological bio-inspired building blocks uh, in order in, uh, by utilization of physical vapor deposition. So we can move peptides from the solid phase to the gas phase and completely control the formation of these structures. So this is the uh, electron micrograph with the same magnification of the formation of these structures by self-assembly. We can have either 40 micron nano forest or 4 micron uh, length uh, uh, tube length uh, nano just by controlling the self-assembly of the of these structures, moving from the solid phase to the gas phase, and then in a, in a cooler, uh, cooler uh, substrate on, uh, 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 control the assembly. So we can form the structures, we can control the formation. Now for the physical properties. We knew quite from the beginning that these are very rigid structures. Uh, but in order to determine really the, the, the mechanical rigidity, we had to use a, a AFM. So we're using AFM indentation. So you apply...
1: Sorry, atomic force microscopy here.
6: Yeah. ...like force with the AFM tip on the structures, and calculate the, uh, measure the point stiffness and calculate the Young's modulus. So we could calculate Young's modulus for these self-assembled structures built by non-covalent bond from dipeptide. Uh, we calculated young modules of about 20 gigapascal. For those of you who are less familiar with uh, mechanical rigidity, this is something in the order of uh, bone or tissue uh, rigidity. It's much more rigid than any uh, 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 plastic that we know. This was, at that time, already 10 years ago, we claimed that this is the most rigid self-assembled uh, 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 structures. Uh, that could be achieved, and nobody reputed it. Actually, uh, independently, a group in Nottingham, Soltendral group in Nottingham, calculated the Young's modulus uh, using uh, another method of uh, um, uh, bending beam, and calculated Young's modulus of about 29 gigapascal, which if this was a surprise, another surprise came when we wanted to to study the nanospheres. So we used the uh, uh, the same type of experiment, applying force with the AFM, and nothing happened. Only when we changed the uh, um, the, the, uh, tip, the cantilever, into diamond-based cantilever, we could deform uh, the structures. We measured point stiffness of about nearly 1,000 newton per meter and Young's modulus of about 200 to uh, 300 gigapascal. This is like good quality steel made by self-assembly of dipeptides, no covalent bonds. Uh, We are now collaborating with physicists try to understand the, the, uh, the basis for the uh, rigidity of the structures. Uh, the advantage of our minimalistic approach is the fact that you can now use not only classical me- mechanics, but also uh, DFT and quantum mechanics methods to understand it. We still have many mysteries in, this, uh, uh, in trying to understand the, the physical basis for the rigidity. Um, this is why I'm trying to convince more and more physicists to get into, uh, 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 into this uh, uh, work. Later on, we discovered all kinds of uh, again, in collaboration with Gil Rosenan, all kinds of uh, unique physical properties other physical properties, piezoelectric properties similar to the best uh, inorganic uh, uh, piezoelectric material, lithium neobytes. Semiconductive properties, I don't have the time to go into the, into the uh, details but uh, you can find all of this uh, and I will give uh, uh, at the end a link to my website. Luminescent properties in the, uh, in this, uh, uh, of these materials. It's not that we plan to have something that will have these unique properties. Probably not by serendipity but by very systematic way we identified the most fundamental recognition model or module that could allow the formation of these structures. And now there are many uh, different applications. Uh, uh, now, now this, Due to the simplicity, this uh, system is studied by hundreds of group, uh, groups around the world. And every week, I, gets, uh, I see uh, other applications that were done. Uh, Chad Mirkin mentioned uh, a metal organic framework. It was used to, uh, 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 to get the uh, diphenylalanine in uh, MOFs and use it as an uh, energy. For the, uh, providing uh, translocation of nanobots. Uh, last week there was some work on, on the uh, coating of stents with these materials. Where, uh, use it for, uh, uh, for uh, synthetic photosynthesis, all kinds of different ideas. Until recently, and, uh, when I would give such a lecture, People would just say well, it doesn't make sense what is so unique about diphenylalanine? Yeah, and uh, how can it be that uh, 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 that uh, uh, important and then I would say that it's uh, really in the uh, in, for our uh, organism organism like us it's not very unique, but for uh, things like bacteria, they need some way to control the formation of these structures and indeed, a few years ago there was funding of a, 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 a an enzyme that all is uh, uh, activity is to cut the diphenylalanine motive uh, 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 by proving the importance of such structures. Uh, I, would, I would skip this and diphenylalanine is now studied by many groups. Uh, you know that some field is out of your hand when uh, uh, you see such as such reviews, self-assembly and the application of diphenylalanine nanostructures and for the first time when it appears in, in, in public. So this field was, became too competitive. We had to switch to another one and this was the use of PNA for, uh, 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 for nanotechnology. Are pro, we knew that dipeptides could form ordered structures, uh, so uh, we synthesized all the diff, uh, 16 different combinations of uh, uh, di-PNA. So PNA it has a, a peptoid backbone and side chains of, of DNA and RNA, and we discovered this relates to one of my, my first uh, slides. that only guanine controlling, uh, guanine containing uh, uh, building blocks could form such structures. And I don't have to convince you about the importance of DNA after uh, uh, technology after the the, the top of Chad Mirkin. When we solved the crystal structure of these uh, assemblies, we discovered that what we had in mind really happened. On the one hand, we had the stacking, as we see with uh, 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 peptide-based structures, but we also get the Watson Creek uh, 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 interactions between the the bases, ended up in very dense uh, uh, materials, and when you get new structures, you get also new physical phenomena, And we could see a phenomenon known as red edge excitation shift. Uh, This is a phenomenon seen in glassy materials, in graphene oxide, in which you have a a different emission based on the excitation wavelength. Very recently, and just this will be my my, uh, very last slides, uh, uh, inspired by our ability to show that a single uh, amino acid can form all the structure, we asked ourselves whether a single PNA could form the same uh, assemblies. And again, Non-bi- in a non-biased way, we discovered that only guanine-protected PNA acid, can form all these structures. And now see the structure that this very simple beginning block form. These are uniform uh, assemblies. It looks like silica particles made by the self assembly You don't need to do anything. You boil this into the water and cool the, uh, 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 and cool the, the solution. We get the, f- the spontaneous formation of this array, hexagonal array of these structures, which act as photonic crystals. Uh, you see the, the, the colors that you see here. During the time that we wanted to publish it, there was a work not from our group, uh, a very nice uh, work from a group in France on the way that chameleons change the color. This is by our same guanine photonic crystals. And and the changing of the spacing is based on the changing of the the ionic strength. And thus, uh, uh, you can have a rapid change of color by using photonic crystals. So we can do the same thing with our system. Uh, I didn't have a lot of time, and I wanted to show you the the, the different. uh,
1: Next generation uh, camouflage
6: activities. Uh, I would like to convince you that this that simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Uh, Of course, this is work of many talented students working on these directions and others. And since I moved very fast and showed all kinds,
1: well, I don't know what that had to do with copper, but Uh, let's see, let me just read the comments. Uh, uh, Thanos, Cthulhu, (laughs) infecting, it's all Hebrew (laughs) to me hidden complexity the self-assembly will use endogenous materials maybe maybe like i say the, the this amyloid the, the leveraging of amyloid um yeah it's it's one thing it's one thing to get ordered structures in a inkjet type uh setup yeah <laughs> in the body i'm uh, i'm a bit a uh, bit more uh, skeptical. Uh, yeah, I know about this uh, article, uh, but thank you, uh, Fiat Masochist. They're growing this in us. No, I'm not... I, I don't know about growing organized materials. I, it's too... Well, it's a hypothesis, but we've got to demonstrate it. I, I think the first demonstration will be, put it in a monkey. Let's Let's see some... Let's see some coagulopathy and the fibrinogen clots. Let's do the monkey studies properly. Don't give it to PayPal or paid lackeys like uh, Kushner. Come here, what was his name? Curry Come here, come here. How do you say it? Deepak shell. Well, I'll try and remember that one. But again, again um, there's there's synthetic biology at play in the manufacture and the distribution. And um, they don't want people like me talking about it. Like I say, I've spent my career trying to fight amyloid.
4: <laughs> I, I don't think it's a good thing. <laughs>
1: I'm concerned about it becoming an industrial process in stuff like that. Yeah, your, new, your new magic fo- of clothing, stain resistant, can wear it for weeks. Change color at the flick of a switch. It's all made with uh, amyloid coatings. I, I'm I, color me skeptical of that one. Who's done the environmental impact studies? Just joined. I hope Gaius posts the paper. Uh, how did YouTube go down? They struck me in the middle of the stream. They struck me. Let me find it. Look. In the middle of a stream, on a channel with no strikes, with no strikes, the account was terminated. Count was terminated. Old Dr. Kerry's getting a little bit too close to the truth. And I think the truth might be more along the lines of, you know, that their synthetic nanotechnology revolution is going to be based on the principle of these monomers joining together and, and forming useful, useful structures for them for industrial processes. And they're they're putting the bank on it, putting all the chips in on it. And I I'm I would be concerned, particularly how they're acting right now. This is this isn't the behavior of individuals who have got a world changing benevolent technology. Sorry. You you don't go you, you just w- wheel it out. You just show everyone how fantastic it is, and what we've seen so far is not fantastic. It's a bit of a mess, actually. Also, left the barn. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, so, anyway, like I say, I th- you know, I think I think we're on to something. And you can see why they would signal-amplify Robert Young. You can see why they would signal-amplify viruses aren't real. Anything to obfuscate what they're doing. And what they're doing is they're making these nanostructures. Well, i give for one of a better description.
6: Based on the excitation wavelength. Very recently, and just this will be my my, uh, very last slides, uh, uh, inspired by our ability to show that a single uh, amino acid can form all the structure, we asked ourselves whether a single PNA could form the same uh, uh, assemblies. And again, in a non-biased way, we discovered that only guanine-protected PNA, peptide nucleic acid, can form all the structures. And now see the structure that this very simple building block form, these are uniform uh, assemblies. It looks like silica particles made by the self-assembly. You don't need to do anything. You boil this into the water and cool the, uh, 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 and cool the, uh, the solution. We get the, the spontaneous formation of this array, hexagonal array of these structures, which act as photonic crystals. Uh, you see the, the, the colors that you see here. During the time that we wanted to publish it, there was a work not from our group.
1: It's got, that's got military applications written all over it. you think they give a fuck about you and your granny who's uh, suffering with a bit of dementia if they can get if they can get an edge in camouflage technology planes that can change color depending on the background light i mean you're literally talking about the ability to make things virtually invisible I'm a lloyd again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm a lloyd again. Let me just see if uh, anyone's contributed to uh, payments. Let's see. Uh, I think uh, there's one here. I don't know if there's a name with it. Uh, no. And uh, from the US. Oregon. Thank you very much. And, uh, oh, that just reminds me. This. <laughs> this based scientific podcast this uh this voice <laughs> this lone voice in the wilderness it's brought to you by the first and second amendment do protect those precious precious rights given to you america brought to you by hey, kick out your- That's right, folks. Uh, you don't want no cheap AR or AK knockoffs? You want something that bit special for the coming amyloid again? What? Amyloid is the new oil. <laughs> no doubt such stealth already implemented on black budget aircraft. He, uh, yeah, where can I can contribute? You can contribute, please please because they are doing everything to shut me down i can't emphasize enough how much they're trying to shut me down because of because of actually doing reductive science on, on their science you can go to mccann dojo you could go to this the tip jar and uh you can you can put any amount that you like in there you can you can solve you can solve the research problem you can give kev five hundred thousand dollars and tip they'll ask you for your card name and you just say uh generous 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 science enthusiast rather than massage enthusiast we'll get to the bottom of it then again um finding copper where'd he go where'd the copper go where's that copper It's a bit disturbing when it's not supposed to be in there. This is the first hit I've had on the vaccines without. Um, where, where I'm confident that we're seeing something unusual. Copper, 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 copper. Where'd you go copper 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 yeah and yeah it is what it is <laughs> right i'm out of here i've got a, a, a letter to send we'll do that and um buy me a coffee yes you can buy me a coffee i haven't checked uh, if anyone sent me a coffee today but uh if you do i appreciate it um just Think about how hard they're trying to scrub me from... And it's not because of edgy memes. Okay? It's not because of edgy memes. It's because of this. It's because now... Now, someone like me has the bit between my teeth. And I'm not going to go around... Spurging about... Graphene Oxide. Alright. I'm out of here. Take care, guys. Uh god bless see you in the next one uh support your local tax evading blick and uh friendly neighborhood uh, neuroscientists we'll try and bring you the bleeding edge before these people bring you uh bleeding bayonets and hopefully hopefully you'll have got your uh, brew baker sound. right i'm out of here take care see you in the next one folks
3: Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking burst off after reading that little line. I
0: will be arrested for not oh, taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these papers! I will fucking kill each fucking capper, <laughs> This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they actually Fuck these captains. No fucking vaccine or MRI or ever take you on fucking blood, blood. Never. No. I
2: will fucking die. Fucking
0: fighting for my fucking bees and my...
1: All that
3: fire. This guy. So technically
2: for turn